the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, you uh, could be forgiven for yesterday, uh, waking up middle of the afternoon and thinking, uh, am I dreaming? Am I having a deja vu experience? I mean, I'm watching Donald Trump's plane on a tarmac. I'm watching a motorcade to a courthouse, and I'm watching the president plead not guilty to an indictment. Didn't I already see this a couple weeks ago? Uh, You did, and you've uh, now seen it for the third time, and probably we'll see it again in Georgia. Donald Trump pleaded not guilty yesterday afternoon to all charges related to his role. (laughs) Oh, these AP leads in protesting the 2020 election results, his role, his role in the Capitol riot, which was like nothing. Okay, because if he had a role in inciting the Capitol riots, he would be charged with inciting the Capitol riots. He's not charged with that. Which, you know, the Democrats all say they want to stop him from becoming president again. You know, a foolproof way to stop him from becoming president again? Don't allow him to run for president again. You know how you can keep anybody from running for president again? You can indict them and convict them on insurrection charges. So they've Clearly got no compunction about indicting Trump. What do you got, like 78 indictments when you total them all up? But none of them are for insurrection. Even though in the indictment, Jack Smith quotes Trump from his speech on January 6th. And it was not a good speech. It was a speech that I thought went over the line in stoking anger, in creating sort of this tinderbox of emotions. But when you say in your speech, we're all going to go down to the Capitol and peacefully and patriotically protest, and then a riot breaks out, you cannot plausibly be charged with insurrection or inciting a riot or even having a role in it because you use the words peacefully and patriotically. Only those words are not in Jack Smith's indictment. He left those words out. ABC News crafted a report on Trump's speech that day as if it incited the riot, and they edited the speech to take out peacefully and patriotically. These kinds of things, these kinds of foot-on-the-scale activity by the left cause those of us on the right to clearly see the inequity. Oh, there we go. Big buzzword now in our culture. We want equity. It would be nice if the left would extend some equity to Donald Trump, to Jan 6 rioters, in how they are prosecuted and persecuted. Um, Let me see. Trump is charged in this latest indictment with lying. Okay, he's lying. Lying is bad. Now, I agree lying is bad. Lying is uh, one of the uh, Ten Commandments, one of the things not to do. It made the top ten. So you better not do it. Trump 
does it routinely. He did it, Jack Smith says, about the 2020 election. So, all right, we're going to uh, criminalize politicians lying. Did I miss the headlines? Has Stacey Abrams been indicted? Because I think she kept talking about how the Georgia governorship was stolen from her. Uh, Not in 2022, in 2018. I know he's old. I know he's dying. Is Jimmy Carter going to be indicted? Because I remember Jimmy Carter sitting on a panel saying that uh, Donald Trump stole the 2016 election with help from the Russians. That's a lie. Watch yourself, Jimmy. Might not be hospice breaking through your door. Might be the FBI to arrest you. Yeah, I know the prospect is ludicrous to consider. What about Hillary Clinton? Does she do any lying? I mean, I don't have enough time left in the show to go through all her lies. So the inequity, the double standard. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot James Comey. How many times did James Comey say in his uh, Senate testimony or his congressional testimony... I don't remember. I mean, honestly, I don't remember. James Comey, who rushed out of a meeting with Donald Trump where he apprised Donald Trump about, hey, you know, there's a there's a there's a there's a dossier that says you were convorting with prostitutes at the Ritz Carlton in Moscow. And right after that meeting, James Comey like ran out of the room into an FBI car where there was a laptop open with a document already open, so James Comey could like write down every detail that he could possibly remember about what he said and what Trump said. That tells me James Comey is a pretty meticulous record keeper. Yet when James Comey testified before Congress about what he did, what he leaked, what he found when he investigated Hillary Clinton and his role in leaking confidential information, James Comey, meticulous record keeper, laptop open, document open, open the car door so I could get in and write all this down. James Comey said, I don't remember, 245 times. You think that might have been a lie? Andrew McCabe, James Clapper. I mean, we're going to prosecute Donald Trump for lying. Listen, I'll get on board any initiative out there that would force politicians to tell us the truth. I'll get behind any of them except criminalizing it because... We have this little thing in our country called the First Amendment, free speech. I have faith in the American people that they'll be able to discern truth from lies. I know that's a big faith these days, given what Democrats say. Men can be women. Men can chest feed. Men can menstruate. They believe all that. Yet, I do not want to stop them from spreading their nonsense. But likewise, I would appreciate it if we didn't prosecute Republicans for saying and doing things that myriad Democrats have done, and it is indisputable that they have done it. So what will the impact of all this be on the upcoming presidential primaries? Uh, Polls, which I uh, try not to become too fascinated with, too inundated with. Polls would say that uh, independents will never embrace Donald Trump because they just have made up their mind, they don't like him. Orange man bad, Trump, 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 Russia, Russia, Russia. Even things that have been proven untrue have an impact on people when they are repeated time after time 
after time. They just do. They just have an impact on people. Um, Here is conservative pundit Charlie Hurt of the Washington Examiner giving his assessment of all this Trump indictment drama, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, foreign bribery scandal drama, and how it will impact the 2024 election. I think that obviously the, the, talking about the economy is the way uh, I think that Republicans will end up winning the race, uh, winning, winning in 2024. You know, because, you know, you know, we know all this stuff because we cover this stuff and we pay close attention to it. But a lot of voters are dealing with their regular lives. And, and you take a guy like Donald Trump, who is, before, first and foremost, he's a master marketer. And he's so good at prosecuting a case like this to, to corners of the political specter world that we don't, or we don't really think that much about. He is a master at this kind of thing. People like to say, well, you know, Joe Biden wants to face Donald Trump. No, he doesn't. Um, I'm going to say what is often said that means the exact opposite of what I'm about to say. There's a phrase out there. Uh, which is, um, I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean this in a bad way, <laughs> but there's no other way to take it. Uh, that is a ludicrous analysis by Charlie Kirk. Uh, Charlie, uh, not Charlie Kirk, Charlie uh, Hurt. Uh, no, not Charlie Hurt, H-U-R-T, not the host on Salem. Now, there are hosts on Salem who will give you the same view. Charlie Kirk probably will give you the same view. Seb Gorka will give you the same view. I'm, Mike Gallagher may give you the same view. I do not share Charlie Hurt's you that Donald Trump is a master marketer, maybe of, of Trump hotels and golf courses, but not of political talking points. Uh, he is not great at prosecuting a case because he's all over the map everywhere. Focus, please. He is not a master at this thing. If he were a master at this thing, independents would not dislike him so much because he has an important case to make about Joe Biden's ineptitude. So allow me to make it next. We will talk with Jack Windsor, the Ohio Press Network at 12.05. Jack broke a big story this morning about state issue one and where the money's coming from. Uh, Shockingly, the people on the right, the conservatives, the people who want you to pass issue one and make it harder to amend the Ohio Constitution, are telling you the truth. I know, shocking, right? The people on the right are telling you the truth that most of the money trying to defeat issue one is coming from out of state. Now, if these were just like normal, everyday Joes from out of state, or even like normal, everyday woke unions from out of state, like well, the uh, National Education Association, the National Teachers Union, they've given a million to defeat issue one. The Ohio Education Association... State teachers have given another million to defeat issue one. I got a question. What does the standard for amending the Ohio Constitution have to do with helping teachers, either nationally or in the state of Ohio? I mean, I I assume that's what union dues are supposed to go for, help the teachers, since you take the union dues from the teachers. Uh, But I digress. That accounts for two million of the fourteen point eight million given to the effort to defeat issue one. Another twelve million, or another eleven million, rather, 
comes from uh, other out-of-state interests. So that's right. $12 million of the $14.8 million raised to defeat Issue 1 has come from out-of-state interests, which is exactly what the proponents of Issue 1 are telling you. Hey, don't let people come from out-of-state to defeat this ballot issue, to add legalizing marijuana, to make abortions unrestricted in Ohio. This is how we got casino gambling. Has that helped Ohio? Has that helped Ohio? Mm, mm, mixed. Mixed. I'm mixed on that. Well, how about you? It seems like, you know, casino gambling ought to add a lot more money to uh, our state education. Remember how the Ohio lottery was going to fix state education? And yet, here we are in 2023. And what did the Columbus City Schools announce this week? A levy to raise $100 million a year for Columbus City Schools. Not new buildings, just to upkeep new buildings and operating expenses. Oh, those bothersome operating expenses. Teachers unions never have enough money. The teachers never have enough money. So they're taking money from dark money groups from out of state. Dark money groups are ones that can't be traced. And, oh, look at this. Jack Windsor's story says that the dark money groups that are funding Issue 1 tried to defeat Brett Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. Hmm. They support abortion. They've given to Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Planned Parenthood. I'm stealing Jack's thunder. He will join us. Top of the hour. Uh, Safe to say you should vote. For issue one, raise the standard for amending the Ohio Constitution to 60%. You can join a rally in support of issue one on Sunday, 3 to 6 p.m., Cincinnati, Ohio, Doral Field in Norwood. Uh, Jim Caviezel will be there. Uh, Pro-life advocate Abby Johnson will be there. She's a dynamo. And Michael Flynn, Lieutenant uh, uh, General Michael Flynn will be there uh, at Doral Field, Norwood, Ohio, Sunday, 3 to 6 p.m. Okay, back to our likely presidential showdown between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Uh, Andrew Claven, one of my uh, commentators I listen to on a regular basis, had some thoughts on this on a recent podcast. Here is Andrew Claven's spin on these two uh, almost and already octogenarians facing off for the presidency. If you were reading this in a history textbook 100 years from now, you'd be looking at the fall of the republic. You'd be saying this is what a republic looks like just before it crumbles. These desiccated, querulous old men wandering around, barely knowing what they are, (laughs) without the moral force to push forward our traditions and our policies, without any kind of new vision. When when is the last time anybody who has been in the leadership has put forward something actually new that will preserve our traditions into the coming generation? That's what I want to hear. I want to hear young people telling me, you know, when I young, I'm talking about 40, 50, you know, people in the prime of life who, who can see the future a little bit. But, you know, Biden can't even see him two feet in front of him without falling down. He hardly sees the future. And at this point, Trump, you know, I voted for him twice. I'll vote for him again if I have to. But he's really just, uh, you know, doing the Trump routine at this point. He is not actually putting forward any policies and showing how they can be enacted in a, in a a realistic way. And he didn't do it before. And this is something that DeSantis has right about him. It's not personal. It's just that he did not build the wall. He didn't do the things that he said. And he did turn the country over to bureaucrats when COVID hit. And I think that that is the argument against him. I concur 100 percent. Clavin said in another podcast, one of the most prescient things I've ever heard said about Donald Trump. And that is, and this is why I prefer Ron DeSantis to Donald Trump. He said that Donald Trump has become an impediment to an America 
he made possible. That says it all. Donald Trump made a certain kind of America possible. He made the America that was founded possible to be recaptured. He made it possible by coming in and captivating people and saying that the working man mattered and that conservative values mattered and America first mattered. He made that America possible. But he has unfortunately, and not always through any fault of his own, but he has unfortunately become an impediment to that America. I know the 30% of you who are so deeply invested in him hate when I say these kinds of things. But I go back to what is most important about the 2024 presidential election, and that is you have to win it. You have to win it. And if you care about Donald Trump's future, and I do, I don't want to see Donald Trump in a mugshot. I don't want to see him behind bars, a political prisoner. The left would delight in that. His best chance to not be imprisoned is for Ron DeSantis to be the next president of the United States. Because Ron DeSantis will pardon him and Joe Biden won't. And I don't think Trump can win the presidency of the United States. He might win. He might win. Biden could collapse. The economy could collapse. But if you're counting on the scandal with Joe Biden to take Joe Biden down, if you're counting on the people who won't vote for Trump because, well, Biden's worse. Look at this. He took bribes. You have to remember that you know, if you know, if you even know anything about the scandal with Joe Biden, you know more about it than 90% of America. This point was made by Mark Penn, Democratic strategist. I can't disagree with a word of this. About half of Americans are hearing the story at all. So you really do have a kind of a big difference in terms of what's being covered and what people are hearing. But when I look at it, the polling on the Justice Department is not very good. Uh, in, in, in my poll, in the Harris poll, they were at 47 percent favorable. I've never really seen the Justice Department itself below 50 percent. Uh, and when I look at the questions, do you think the Justice Department has been fair? 58 percent, including a quarter of Democrats, say no. And when I asked them, do you believe the whistleblowers that the Justice Department has not been fair? 61 percent, including almost half Democrats. So, so this story is bubbling up. It is bubbling up through the, through the public, uh, even though I think there's a big difference in the way that it's being covered, obviously. Yeah, there's a huge difference in the way it's being covered, because as of this morning, ABC, CBS and NBC, while CBS and Catherine Herridge are reporting on the scandal, they have not reported on the specific detail of Biden getting a five million dollar bribe from Burisma. That is essential to the story. Why else would he fire the prosecutor? So they, when they're telling the story, they're telling only half of it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.